To any avid watchers of the news, chances are you probably heard of the Tigray War. If you haven't, this conflict has been going on since last year, and there is no indication of it truly stopping. According to BBC on June 29th, this conflict is simply a power struggle between the central Ethiopian government and the Tigray region. But to simplify this in a very meaningful way, we'll look at three different aspects. Number one, we'll look at history of Ethiopia and their political structure. Secondly, you look at current conflicts that have been plaguing Ethiopia. And lastly, you look at the impacts of this Tigray conflict and how you can help the victims of this political struggle. But before I continue any further, note that this is not my subjective opinion on this issue. These are all facts and objective truths. All perspectives will be tried to be included today. Okay, first some history about the political structure of Ethiopia. The most important events happened on the late 20th century, but before that there was an instance where Italy tried to colonize Ethiopia during World War II, and long story short, they failed pretty badly. However, after this Italian conflict, the British put Haile Selassie as the leader of Ethiopia. His major accomplishments include making Eritrea a province of Ethiopia and causing a massive famine. This massive famine was so unpleasant that Colonel Mengitsu Haile Mariam led a military coup resulting in Selassie being overthrown. Then Mariam instituted Dirge, a pro-Soviet regime, which is kind of problematic because people couldn't protest the government in a Soviet regime. So Mr. Mariam used all of his might to kill political dissidents and anyone who slightly contradicted his beliefs. This was exemplified during 1977 to 1979, which was also known as the Red Terror of Ethiopia. Families were slaughtered, businesses were killed and ransacked, and Ethiopia dissolved into flames and ashes once more. But to solve this issue, a new hero appeared, the Ethiopian People's Revolutionary Democratic Front. To simplify, it was just called the EPRDF. It was a union of political parties compressed of four major political parties that were prevalent in Ethiopia during this time. Now, for the first one was TPLF from the Tigray region, OPD from the Oromia region, SEPDEM, which is SEPDM, the from the southern regions of Ethiopia, and the ADP, which is from the Amhara region. These four parties were ethnically different and, as such, had different beliefs and therefore distinct policies that they wanted to implement in their own region. However, they combined all of this to because they knew all four must unite to defeat the dirge. In 1991, they did this and created a constitution in 1994 that split these provincial governments into nine different ethnically based regions. This had some effects as because mentioned before, different ethnicities had to have tended to have different policies. However, although they were trying to mimic the US style constitution where federalism was involved, these governments were pretty weak and had no power over the federal ones. But during 1994 to 2018, a lot of stuff happened. But to put it basically, war over Eritrea and some political dissent and 1pm resignation later, Prime Minister David Abe came into control. And now you skip to 2019. The EPRDF was dissolved. Mr. Ahmed, um, took this uh, ODP, ADP, and SEPTEM, as well as many opposition parties and made it into the Prosperity Party. The main goal of this was to try to separate Ethiopia's politics from ethnic federalism, where state units are divided based on ethnic boundaries. This was prevalent in the 1994 constitution. He wanted to prevent ethnic federalism by preventing ethnic groups from specific chunks of land, rather mixing them throughout the nation. 
this did not sit with the TPLF or the Tigrigians so very well. They liked federalism and didn't want their culture to be tarnished with others. And to contest this power, they said that Prime Minister Ahmed had become an illegitimate ruler of Ethiopia through some hacking or some fraud. If any chance of peace was there before, it's certainly not, because election fraud tends to be a very big issue in any country. And as curtains close for Act 1, everyone wonders, what will happen next? Moves us onto Part 2, Current Conflicts. On November 3rd, 2020, the Ethiopian, Amharan, and Eritrean alliance began the offensive in Tigray. Described as police action, they swiftly took over the entire Tigray region. Prime Minister Ahmed claimed that the war ended. This was far from correct, because the Tigray defense war, uh, Tigray Defense Force, which is basically the army, declared that they will not stop fighting until Ahmed removes his troops. This didn't exactly result in a ceasefire. So as the conflict is still going on to reach its one year, let's look at what the global powers have been doing in this issue. Let's look at the US. The US has been wanting this conflict to end. So they have put down visa restrictions on Ethiopian and Eritrean officials. Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, has put down $52 million in US foreign aid, and the US government has threatened economic sanctions against Ethiopia. Sanctions basically remove the government's ability to trade with other countries, thus hurting their economy. Now let's look at the US's major competitor, China. China has an interesting position in this Tigray war. See, China's Belt and Road Initiative needs to expand to Africa, and they want to pick the side that can support this, which is the Ethiopian government. For your information, Belt and Road Initiative is a program that China wants to just simply, one, exert influence over other regions, and two, gain resources. And I'll definitely make a video on this, though. So, China's been actively supplying drones and other uh, weapons, uh, military weapons to Ethiopia. Furthermore, they have expressed no intention of ceasefire or has levied any sanctions against the government, which is something that the uh, US government and the EU have been doing. Speaking of EU, the EU has been doing the same things as US with US for humanitarian aid, but they have not indication uh, they have not expressed any indication of actually levying sanctions. They have mentioned that any political action will be necessary, but they have not specifically mentioned sanctions unlike the US. So that brings us to the most pressing issue or question that every single citizen has on their mind. What is happening to the Ethiopians? Well, the short answer is complete and absolute slaughter. Institute of Peace and Security Studies finds that the Ethiopian National Defense Force was doing to the Tigrayans can be considered as genocide with their commissioned uh, killings of the Tigrayans of any age, as young as four. The World's Peace Organization finds that the ENDF has been strategically cutting off food aid to Tigray, systematically starving the working class of Tigray. Oh, furthermore, this is not how these cruel. This is not only one side that are committing the cruel acts. On November 9th to 10th of uh, November 9th and 10th of 2020, the Mike Hadra massacre occurred, carrying out carried out by the TPLF youth. Any child over age four was slaughtered. Any adult over age 70 was slaughtered. Everyone was not safe from the TPLF. No one is safe from the ENDF. And this is apparent because both sides have been using faulty missiles and machines to carry out destruction. The difference between a missile and a faulty missile is that the faulty missile can be completely inaccurate. 
often hurting civilians the most with their inaccurate missiles when they try to aim down on government sites. But what can you, listeners, do to stop this? First, you can send money to the Tigray Starvation Fund, Global Giving, and other humanitarian organizations. These are the best chances of giving an opportunity to the starvation or giving a solution to the starvation issues. From there, if you're residing in the U.S., urge your local senators and lobbyists to address the Tigray conflict. Government pressure for immediate ceasefire will ensure that both Ethiopian and Tigrayan lives are saved. If you live outside the U.S., urge your government officials to mention these issues in their legislations as well. But most importantly, be updated. Likewise, many people don't know about this issue. Share this videos or others in similar content to open their minds to this unfortunate event. If more people are conscious to the issue, then more can be done to solve it. That's it for this episode. Stay, share, stay safe. Make sure to share this with your friends and family and have a nice day. This is a shoot Nair from Done Simply. Have a nice time.